0: Welcome to 3R Educational Solutions, the podcast that empowers educators to create thriving learning environments with social emotional learning at the core. Hi, welcome to 3R Educational Solutions podcast. I am here with Cassie Lupins. I am Angel McNabb Staley. And today we are going to discuss the importance of routine. Um, I am definitely a creature of routine, creature of habit. So, um we're just going to kind of discuss always routines can help you and why students crave routine. Yeah. Have anything to add to that Cassie?
1: Yeah, that's kind of pretty much it. You know, during the summertime, it's a great time for you to just reevaluate your classroom and look at how you're going to do, like how you're going to set things up for the next year. And routines can be a big part of that. And so knowing how to create a routine for yourself is a great way to start realizing or start working on creating a routine in your classroom is at least knowing how to create a routine and why it is so important.
0: Absolutely. And we've kind of touched a a bit on this earlier in another um, episode where we're talking about um, creating a routine and just incorporating healthy habits and self-care. So we were kind of thinking, you know, maybe we need to discuss that. And I think I kind of got that idea. Uh, My husband shared a um, little clip, you know, a reel or something off of Facebook where I was talking about um, how – how successful people are and she was talking about her husband being in the military and she was like he's successful because he has routine he gets up at the same time every morning he eats breakfast he works out and goes on with his day now it doesn't mean that like you are a robot and you do this this is this this time but you have a general basic routine and I am very much like that and when I don't have routine I do feel very nice and very I get overwhelmed easy Yes. And I can't make a decision <laughs> to save yeah. my life. So um, I was reading an article on mental health um, in mental health news uh, called Very Well. And it talks about the importance of having a healthy routine. And it talks about the, that sense of control. Like, you know, there are a lot of things we can't control, but you can control yourself, you can control what you do. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and emotional what's one thing you can control. You can control what time you get up in the morning and whether or not you work out and what you eat for breakfast. So that sense of control right there. And we were just talking about this before we hit record Cassie, that, um, re- not having a routine can exacerbate feelings of distress and make you feel or actually pay attention to your problems. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that too, how we just kind of, you know, follow in it and you just got to get out of it and get something established. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I know for me, cause I know I have executive function disorder. So sometimes I have a hard time organizing the tasks ahead of me, but when I create a routine, that part's already done for me. Like it takes a minute to get it. But once I've created it and I've got used to it, like that takes that out of my brain. That's things that I don't have to worry about anymore because I've already got it part of my routine where if I don't have that in place, then I'm thinking about, okay, I need to work out sometime today. I need to do this sometime today. And I've just got these like a stack of tasks that I got to figure out how to fit them in. And most of them are routine like tasks, tasks that I can fit in on. Okay, well, my mornings I'm doing this, 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 this evenings, I'm doing this, 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 and then the rest of the day is, you know, however that plays out, but that takes so much stress off of my own brain by having a routine set and having half of those tasks already taken out and already set in place. Um, and not having to kind of do that every day for myself.
0: Yeah. We, and it was kind of a joke at first at our house, how I would say I have no more room for decisions in my brain. Yeah, And it, uh, it was because, you know, maybe I, I was saying it was because I've made so many decisions throughout the day and I don't have time for one more decision, like figuring out where we're going to eat for dinner. Right. Um, And it's kind of a standing joke, but kind of not. It really it's it's a real thing. And when you feel like you've had to make so many decisions and that's as much as should I get up now? Should I work out now or later? Should I? wear this, should I wear a sweater? All those things. If you just have a little routine in place in summertime for educators is the best time to create a healthy habit. So what's your, do you have a morning routine, Cassie? I do. So I wake up and right
1: as I wake up, I've got my journal next to my bed and I write down three things I'm grateful for. And then I also do like a five minute wake up meditation and that kind of helps get me set. And then I go work out and then I do I brush my teeth, take a shower, then I go make coffee, and that's kind of my routine up until that po- then get ready and then go to work. But that's kind of my morning routine is I start with journaling and then meditation and then work out and then get myself ready to go.
0: That's a super healthy routine. It's- so
1: It's, it's one I just now, like, well, you know, like a month ago I texted you and I was like, okay, day four, I did it. You know, like that's the routine I've been trying to set in place. I'm just now kind of got all the pieces in place that I want.
0: (laughs) And, you know, until it becomes habit, it's okay to write that down. Yeah. So I need to take some of my own advice. My routine is, is pretty, um, it's just a basic routine and I really started it this, spring, when it started warming up outside, I will be outside. I don't, if I could work out 24 seven outside, I would, I don't know if they work out, but I don't like the gym. And I have nothing against gyms. I just would rather instead of a treadmill, I would rather be outside walking and moving my body. So, and my pets have really helped me establish this routine because they hold me accountable. But I, I, as soon as my alarm goes off, I hit snooze one time and that's just kind of like, let my eyes wake up, honestly. So I hit snooze and I lay there and sometimes I lay there the whole time and sometimes I don't, but then I get my shoes on, I get my dog and I can't, I have to be careful saying it because she's right here, but I (laughs) say, ready to go for a walk. And as soon as she hears me uh, get my shoes on, she is wagging her tail in the other room. I can hear her. her (laughs) Oh yeah. Thumper. But we go for our walk and the cats join us. It's a whole thing. But that's where I practice my gratitude and meditation. And if I, I found, if I don't do that, my day is off. So say it's raining in the morning, I have to do something else. So I might come do a, one of our cardio sessions and then set a time just quietly to meditate. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have two little routines going, but then I have coffee with my husband. I go work out and then I get dressed. Like usually my day starts when everyone leaves. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's my morning routine. And I personally think that's probably the most important routine of the day. Mm -hmm. And Oh, I always make my bed before I leave, (laughs) even on our retreat. Uh, so we just did her bed. (laughs) We just had a wellness retreat for, uh, one of the schools and her and Andrea, um, our art person she came, they both came down and stood in my room and Andrea was my roommate in college. She goes, did you seriously make your bed? Did you even sleep in it? And I'm like, I made my bed every morning. I make my bed. I pull, even if it's like in a hotel, I at least sheets up and straighten them. It's just the whole makes it's me feel routine. completed. Yeah, it's, it's my routine. routine. <laughs> it. And there is like, the, there's a really popular speech out there. A military guy gives about make your bed every morning. It gives you, it starts your day with a sense of accomplishment. And I'm like, wow, I've always had a sense of accomplishment, <laughs> <laughs> but it is and honestly having a, a neat surrounding and yeah. I'm not necessarily saying our house is the or anything. I cannot function in chaos. Like yeah, I, everything I has a place. Yeah. Even, a, even my, my messes have a place. Like it's a stack over here. Yeah. So I I think I'm a, a type A personality for the most part. There's some, you know, crazy squirrel brain in there, but there's some rhyme and reason to my routine, Yeah, but it does lower your stress level. Yeah.
1: Uh, one thing I wanted to say, like we're talking about morning routines and stuff like that. And I know in the past, I've always looked at morning routines, not, not always in the past, but there have been times in my life that I've looked at morning routines is like, but I need the sleep. But you have to look at self-care. Self-care is not necessarily taking a bubble bath and taking time to read a book. It can be. But self-care is also sacrificing something to do something else that you know is going to be better for your future self. So saying, I'm going to go to bed 30 minutes earlier and sacrifice 30 minutes of what would normally be our evening time, which I mean, most of us are watching TV, reading a book, doing our you know, our fun activities, but sacrificing 30 minutes of that to go to bed early. So then you can wake up 30 minutes early to get in your routine. Like that to me is, is a much harder version of self-care, but it's self-care because you're taking that time to actually care for future you, not just you right now. Does that make any sense?
0: Absolutely. I was just say, but like your bedtime, it's one thing in, in this world um, of parents being divided and kids having to be in two different households. You having, as the adult, you having a routine helps your kids fall into a routine. Mm-hmm. So how your kids have a bedtime routine, you know, um, when my kids were little, our morning routine, they had a list, like it was get up, brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face, all those things. And it was a checklist and then it was go make your bed, but then that bedtime routine to follow up on that. So we have smoother mornings was, um, take a bath read a book and they might have some TV time in there, depending on what time we get home from sports or whatever. And then we would uh, lay out their clothes for the next day. So part of that was get myself dressed, put my shoes on. And it was just a checklist and they didn't have to check it off, but they could look at it and go, okay, done, 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 done. All done. And then they could sit down and stare at the TV or whatever that was. Yeah. Phones. But if that's what they needed to do. So your routine, and of course, while they were doing that, that gave me time to do my routine and it just helps everybody do better because there was, before we established that, when both of my boys got into school, it was like, ah, there's, you know, I got two kids now and they're bickering and fighting and that's my shirt and that's it. And once I was like, all right, the night before, this is what we're going to do. And then I also helped my husband with that. And that just because honestly, he, he, he just, and he, he listens to all of these, but He just didn't realize that that would help everything go smoother. And it was Mm -hmm. having our youngest lay his clothes out. The other two were pretty self-sufficient, but he still had a little guy and having him lay his clothes out in the morning and go, okay, in the morning, we're going to choose our attitude. We're going to wake up and we're going to pick how we're going to, how this day is going to go. We've already laid our clothes out, and you're going to go comb your hair, brush your teeth and come in here and join us for breakfast. And there's no more of this crying. And I don't have the right shorts here. I need to stop at mom's, you know, it was, it was so much better.
1: You know, so, I think about that, like what you're saying and like what I was saying earlier about the mental fatigue, like those kiddos, they're still trying to figure out, okay, I got go to do school, but I don't know what I need to do before I can get to school. Cause they're still learning that. And it takes that mental fatigue away from them too, to where it does start their day off. Probably a little bit more positive. They already right? know, okay, I've got my outfit out. I know what I'm doing for breakfast or whatever you, you need to set up for your family Having that already there really gets rid of that mental fatigue right first thing in the morning where you can take the time to slowly kind of wake your brain up and you're just kind of going through the flow. And it's it seems like a much calmer way to start the day.
0: It really is. And it makes your day go so much smoother in your mood. Now, did we have some come apart? I'm not saying we were perfect, but, you know, um, there were times when I Came home tired and I forgot to check a backpack, and we need $10. So, oh, crud, I don't carry cash. I got to run to the ATM for $10 to go to this field trip. That still every now and then sneaks its way in. Um, usually, we try to say, okay, kids, everything that you need for tomorrow out of your backpacks. Let's look and let's see what you need. And um, that really does because if we do have to run to the ATM, we can say, all right, everybody in the car 10 minutes early, we got to run by the ATM instead of. Crap! We forgot, and you know, and then you know how that goes. When you're in a hurry, you get behind every slow person on the planet is in line in front of you,
1: and everyone in your household starts their day angry, like angry and frustrated. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yes, include is including you. So I'm not saying we're not here to talk to you about establishing a school routine right now, but a week before school started, I started getting my kids up early. I was the mean mom. I was like, "All right, we're not used to getting up till nine or ten. We're gonna start getting up at." Then we're going to start getting up at seven and then, you know what, we're going to do our morning routine. And then you can, you know, take a nap or watch TV because they are so tired and it was so hard to get back into that routine. So we kind of eased into it every now and then. So, Um, but uh, back to the making bed, making the bed, that article I mentioned earlier did, it it did say that people who have a well-established routine are more productive and they are more focused and I have found that too, like, um, I get way more done when I don't have to make those decisions. Like those first 10 decisions are already made. I just yeah. got to get my body to do them. So now I'm like, Whoa, I can focus on all the things that I, you know, need to make decisions on, like, what's our podcast going to, going to be. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But, well, think about how that would work in the classroom. I don't know if we're ready to transition to that yet or not. Yeah, but if that. yeah, if you're getting if you're putting routines in your classroom and you're taking this time during the summer to learn how to put together a routine and what a good healthy routine is and you're implementing that in your classroom, you're going to be cultivating that classroom experience for your kiddos that is less stressful that um, allows for more opportunity for them to focus and and just be in that better classroom culture is what you're creating. Yeah.
0: Well, it, yeah. And we were talking earlier about, um, you know, I, I was think thinking about something that is out of your control. Um, so I had, a when a loved one passed away, what is the first thing when, when your routine is interrupted, when you kind of finally absorb everything and you're like, all right, I'm ready to get back to normal. The first thing you crave is your routine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and because your routine is so interrupted when something unexpected happens, like a loved one So your routine has been interrupted and you're exhausted, you're emotional. So the first thing you do is try to get back into that routine. And sometimes there are pieces of that routine that slip away because you have to reestablish the big thing. So mm-hmm. I know sometimes, um, well, like, uh, running that, that little, routine slipped away because I had a surgery and then my, like my hip is hurt. And so this little thing that was such a big identi- identity piece for me kind of slipped away. So now I'm like, okay, I've got to get up every morning. I've got to walk. I've got to jog. And you just feel more energized. But when, when tragic things happen or something traumatic happens, you crave that routine. So think about our kids in our classrooms. If they're coming from homes that are Ah, just, you know, um, dysfunctional, then they're coming to school. They know what time breakfast is at school. They know what the expectations are in the hallway. They know what the expectations are in your classroom. So,
1: They know that they're going to go from this to this, to this, to this, to this, to this, this, and then they're going to end their day. So they have it all laid out and there's nothing to guess. There's nothing to be like, well, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? It's all laid out. And that's such an easier way for their minds to kind of work, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so, and I, I'm, I guess when I'm talking to rugged teachers and Cassie, you have like what you have routines in your classroom procedures, but when you veer away from those procedures, who are the kids that go, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah. It's those kids that act like they want chaos. And sometimes kids Mm -hmm. who come from chaotic environments will create chaotic environments, but they're the, they're the, usually the first ones that say, wait a minute, that's not what we normally do. Wait a minute though. we're doing this. This this is
1: different.
0: Yeah. So you can, you have to reassure them in those cases because you have to do have to be flexible, but you have to go, okay, tomorrow we're going right back to this routine. But today this happened like, okay, our our hour got cut short because it's a snow day. We're going home early. So here's what we have to do today. You know, and even that little change, if I have a little change like that, I would write it on the board and say, okay, first we're going to do these, these three things. Then tomorrow we're going to slip that back in. But they do crave it. They mm-hmm. they want it, even though they're like, yeah, oh, we're doing this again. Yes, yeah. every single day. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's exactly it. They may complain, but seriously, that's how, you know, in my classroom, even though I had them for, I had them 30 or 35 minutes at a time, it depended. But my routine was the exact same. Every time they would come in, They would come in the exact same way. We would sit down the exact same way. We would start class the exact same way. And then, and then I would go through, okay, now we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then we would do our activities and then we would end class. We would end class back in that circle. We would talk about it and then we would line up a very specific way. And so it was like, even though I only had them for a short period of time, I still wanted to have a routine as they came in and a routine as they left just to, you know, help really establish, where they're at, how it's going to go, and that they they know exactly what to do when they come in. It's all set there for them. They don't have to sit there and think about it, you know?
0: Honestly, if you have such a short period of time, if you don't have routine, you're not going to get anything done. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're going to be just chaotically trying to, like, okay, we'll do this. Okay, we'll do this. Yeah.
0: So some of the ways, just like what Cassie mentioned, some of the ways you can establish routine in your classroom, um, first of all, have your own healthy routine at home your morning routine. And now is a great time to start it. Um, and I'll get back to that. So if you're watching on YouTube, I've just crossed my fingers. So Cassie, don't let me forget to get back to that. Um, but, uh, as we've mentioned before, I think, I don't know if we've mentioned it. I know we mentioned it when we talked to Andrea threshold, that's your routine. You greet them at the door. If you can't greet them at the door, then because you're cleaning up from another class, then you make sure that as you take attendance, you say something personal to each one. So. Maybe you, like, like Andrea says, I was cleaning up paint brushes and I have a student who greets them. But then when I'm getting attendance, I ask them what was good about this morning or what what, tell me something good that happened in your day. Um, So she has a question for them during attendance, but that routine, I greeted my kids at the door. I had their bell work on the board. They knew to sit down and Cassie, when you were marching your little kids in and out in their, um, uh, routine, did you teach them that in one fell swoop or did you have to practice it?
1: We practiced it the first week of school because I only, I saw them twice a week. So like the first week of school was practicing routines and learning expectations. If it wasn't the first two weeks, cause I would see every class two times in a week. So um sometimes i would get it all in the first week sometimes we'd move into the second week but i would hopefully i was hopefully by week two we were ready to start uh it just depended but yeah you have to practice that and they they'll be like oh we're doing it again we're doing again And you'll be like yeah let's try it again and then marching back in come in be like "Eh, that wasn't quite right let's try it again and then you just do i mean they hate you but i mean it works (laughs)
0: But you know what? The the taking those two weeks or in my case it would be like a week long because I had the same kids every day. Taking that time to do that creates more time for learning later. Yeah. Yeah. And just like I said, if you have a short period of time, that practice time, like I remember what we do. So we would come in, practice, you know, fist bumping or elbows or high fiving or saying good morning. And then what do you need to do? You're looking at the board as you come in, you find your seat, you get out your paper, you do your bell work, you write in your agenda. And then, okay, now we're going to pretend the bell just rang. What are we going to do? We're going to stand beside our chairs. We're going to push them in. We're going to stand behind our chairs until our table's dismissed mm-hmm. because I was on, I dismissed you. Not that bell. I was the mean lady, <laughs> but if I didn't do that, I would forget. I had to set a timer. I would forget to say, you know, like we always had some exit question or, mm-hmm. um, a wrap up of the lesson. And I would say, okay, when you're finished, uh, stand behind yeah. and the, that procedure might've been different every day, but it was still routine. Like yeah. they knew I was going to ask them something. Now who I called, like, um, say Cassie was the first one done. She's seeing there. Okay. Cassie, you can go ahead and go to lunch and give me your sticky note on the way out. Okay. So, and so you're ready. Um, and if they didn't have anything, if they couldn't think of it, I'd say, okay, just write your name on a piece of paper. And you're going to talk to me at bill work in the morning and then they can leave, but they had to think about it. Yeah. So ha- procedures and routines are huge. Young teachers, um, oh, yes. oh, I say old teachers, veteran teachers, per- they are huge and having them established and practice will make your life so much easier.
1: Yeah. And I want to say something else. If you're like two months in and your routine started really strong and two months in, they're not following the routine, stop and retrain. Do not be afraid to stop and retrain because sometimes they want to fall out of routine or sometimes, you know, they just don't feel like doing it how it's supposed to be done, and always keep your expectation of this is how our routine is going to go every single time. And if it doesn't go that way, don't be afraid to say, you yeah, know, we're going to try that again and just do it again. And they'll do it, you know. Don't be afraid of that.
0: <laughs> and some people will say, like, well, my students have five different classrooms. That's okay. They can do it. They're they'll remember. The, the mental capacity is there to remember your routine and Miss Wright's routine and, and all the routines. Um, what I was going to say earlier, uh, before our time runs out, I have my fingers crossed Oh yeah, was about creating habits. And I have read more than once. It takes at least 21 days to create a new habit. So if you choose, say, say you've heard this podcast and you're choosing right now, I'm going to end. Don't wait for a Monday. I always, I'll start on Monday eh? because Mondays are always Mondays and they're so hard. Start now it through the weekend and then keep going and do it for that 21 days. And pretty soon it's just like clockwork. And like you said, if something dramatic happens, something traumatic happens and you get out of that routine, then stop, write it down. Like Cassie said, you know, if I have to write down the three things I'm grateful for, because I missed my walk, that still healthy routine, I'm going to write mm-hmm. it down. I'm going to get up. I'm going to make my bed, write down all the things you need to do before you walk out the door and throw in that have it, whether it's going for a walk, meditating, um, make it the same as brushing your teeth. You yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't purposely walk out the door without brushing your teeth. Yeah. I would hope yeah. <laughs> now I've done it on accident. And then I'm like, Oh, coffee breath. That's why I <laughs> carry toothbrush in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> but cause we all have those mornings every now and then, but 21 days and most of you have time right now to start that 20 days and then while you're thinking about your own routine think about your own classroom routines and procedures yeah
1: it's hard work but that hard work will pay off
0: it's part of self-care
1: yeah it really is it's scheduling
0: yeah schedule in your relaxing self-care moment for your evening routine or your lunchtime routine yeah (laughs) you know school puts you in a routine because you're you're on time by the bells So if your lunchtime routine is I'm going to go do some reading before I join you guys at lunch, (laughs) that's your routine. Yeah. Uh, Before our
1: time runs out real funny story real quick. Um, there was one day, it was during our lunch break and all the specials teachers, so PER, music and library and computers, all ate together. And I just needed like a. I just needed like a moment. It was one of those days. So I just sit down next to my desk and I start meditating. And the PE teacher busts in. She's like, Are you okay? What are you doing? Cause she just sees me sitting on the floor with my eyes closed, like breathing. <laughs> I'm like, No, 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 I'm fine. I promise. <laughs>
0: I just weren't laying on the floor, <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> oh, sometimes that's my meditation. I'm just going to lay down, and I might fall asleep. You um, know, <laughs> that's so funny. Holy cow, who meditates? Right. Well, um, oh gosh. Well, friends, I hope this was helpful um, in getting prepared for yourself, your own self care, with, with huge um, in maintaining yourself throughout the whole school year. And like Cassie said, if you find it kind of withering away after two months, don't be afraid to stop. I know October was one, every parent-teacher conference week. So October after parent-teacher conferences, we would come in, all right, this is our clean break. we start going to remind ourselves the routine. Maybe something wasn't working in your routine and you want to reestablish something else after a holiday break in December. And then like February is a long month. So maybe after spring break or before spring break or whenever Whenever you feel it's slipping or something's not working, um, don't be afraid to establish that. I think that's all we have for today. So thank you for joining us at 3R Educational Solutions. And if you want to know more about what we do, be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 3R Educational Solutions. And
1: If you have any professional development that you've created and would like to monetize, or if you have a topic you'd like to discuss with us or hear from us, contact us at 3REducationalSolutions at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's conversation, Join us every Wednesday for more conversations about what's happening in today's educational world. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can find more information about what we offer at 3REducationalSolutions.com. That's the number three, letter R, EducationalSolutions.com.